but when you sign a death certificate to a life that you thought that you were going to live, it is stressful. And when you come out of something like that, you the silver lining in that kind of stress is that it, you you don't have a lot of time for BS when you're going through that kind of pain and you don't and and just the breakdown of your life and so naturally by default it creates portals in your life where maybe you let go of relationships that aren't serving you or you like you know minimize your attention span for things that really just don't matter anymore the sun is coming up are you ready to go we can take a ride we can take it slow it's your boy paul fishman self-love coach and you do you activist excited to welcome you on the road to self-love each week i'm going to be joined by a very special guest in my car as we travel literally and figuratively on the road to self-love we're going to have very candid conversation about life self-love, business, and so much more, all with the goal of giving you the tools that you need to learn how to love yourself unconditionally. I hope you're ready, so let's get buckled up, because here we go. Oh, hey, self-lovers, what's going on? It's another Tuesday, another episode of The Road to Self-Love coming at ya. Hot off the presses. We don't say that about digital content, do we? Hmm. <laughs> I am so excited about today's. I'm excited about all the episodes, but today I cannot wait for you to meet Annie Tevlin of Skin Owl. Ooh. She is someone who my first impression of, absolutely 100% true. <laughs> So I was recently uh, on Annie's show, Off the Record, and we had so much fun recording, like the most fun ever. And the first ever experience I had with Annie was one of the episodes of her show where she talks about how her and her husband, like how they fart in front of each other and the fart storms. So I'm going to leave the link to that episode and also the episode that I did with her because the freestyle rapping that happens in that episode, beyond, beyond, beyond. So you're going to have to listen to both of those episodes to understand who Annie Tevlin truly, truly is. Or you can just continue listening to this and then those, you know, you do you, boo. Anyway, I'm really excited to have her join me. And it's just a great conversation about life, about creating business and clean skincare, about finding love and then getting divorced and then finding love again quickly and her journey through all of that and entrepreneurship and just like struggling with living her truth and having a brand that doesn't specifically represent everything that she does in her life and how she struggled with that. Just a really, 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 really great episode. Not to mention, I love her energy and I hope that you can experience her energy through this audio. Casually think you can. Big believer in that. And before we hop into the episode, I just wanted to remind you there are just a couple of weeks left to enter the Road to San Diego giveaway. And this giveaway is just something that I wanted to do to celebrate the launch of the show, to celebrate you, my loyal self-lovers, and to give back to one 
lucky individual, one listener, you're going to win round-trip airfare trip to San Diego. You're going to win two-night stays in the Empress Hotel in La Jolla. You're going to get a welcome bag from Urban Remedy with all of my favorite delicious salads and snacks and things that are just going to keep you super nourished and open for the weekend. You're going to get a two-hour self-love workshop with me. We're going to do a massive deep dive into supporting you living the life of your dreams. You're also going to get a facial at ShopGood Skincare, which is a clean skincare shop that has some of my favorite products as well. And you're just going to have the most amazing weekend here, June 7th through the 9th. So you have until the end of April 2019 to enter. I will be announcing the winner on the episode of The Road to Self-Love that is going live on May 7th. So make sure to tune into that if you've entered to find out if you won. But guess what? I want you to remember that you are worth winning. A lot of times when these opportunities come and we get hit with this intuitive feeling like, gotta do it, this is for me, I know, I know, I know this is mine. A lot of times we get caught up in our brains thinking, oh, we're not worth it, I'm not worth winning, so you just don't even enter. What would happen if you decided right here and now to enter? What would happen if you decided right here and now that you are worth it and you deserve it? I mean, we're learning lessons every single day on the road to self-love. And remember, sometimes it's bumpy, sometimes it's uncomfortable, but also sometimes you could win amazing things. So with that being said, I want you to head to paulfishman.love forward slash giveaway and enter. Give yourself permission to do it. And without further ado, I'm going to hop into this episode with Annie of Skin Owl. Oh, and if you are inclined to go to skinowl.com and pick up some of Annie's amazing product, some of my recommendations, the geranium oil, I'm obsessed, The any of the body plus like shimmer moments, wear all of them all the time, continue to try and convince Annie to do a collaboration with me of a rainbow skin, skin plus body plus moment, but uh, the verdict's still out, so maybe go spam her Instagram and say we need a Paul Fishman and Skin Owl collab. That would really help me out. So let's do that. Let's make it happen, fam. Let's make it happen, self-lovers. You can use code Road to Love at checkout on skinowl.com and save 15% off your purchase. So just a little gift from me and Annie to you. You want some glowing skin? You do it. Use code Road to Love and you will get 15% off your purchase at skinowl.com. Okay, enough of this intro. Richard, I know you're rolling your eyes. It's too long. It's too long. Without further ado, let's hop into the car, get buckled up, because here we go. We can take a ride, we can take it slow. Alrighty. Well, we are here on the road to self-love with Miss Annie Tevlin of Skin Owl and the Parliament Project. And pretend like the camera isn't here. Um, don't look at it. <laughs> like this. <laughs> and I'm so excited. I just like drove in two hours of traffic to be here. And we're already at a dead end. We <laughs> are. Welcome to my cul-de-sac of death. It literally is 10 feet long. Okay. Well, before I've already told them a little bit about you in the, the intro to the intro. Ooh. But I would love for you to just dive deep into who you are as an individual because that's you know 
that's what the beauty of this life is, is absolutely that we get to be our own person yeah i mean so paul said it best i am um as of this year running three different operations that i think all have to do with um giving back to yourself in a real tangible way one of those ways is by way of skin owl which is my vegan non-toxic mama safe cruelty free all of the good stuff skincare line it's like a simple part of your day that you just get to care for yourself take a few minutes in the bathroom and get away from the husband the girlfriend the kids the dog life work and just gift yourself a moment um, of like healthy yummy skincare um, that started as a result of my journey with cystic acne I was in my late 20s totally missed acne in high school and um, turned 28 and literally boom I broke out I was like a proactive commercial I tell people it was like all over my chest all over my back down my jawline I mean it was awful the before and after photos exist online if you would all like to see them and um, I was working for Lancome at the time using a ton of makeup the ingredients did not work well with my skin and decided to go back to school uh, UCLA had a cosmetic chemistry program went uh, through the program three times because science was not my my thing and um, learned everything there was to learn about you know ingredients and what what works on the skin versus what is marketed to us as working because as an acne sufferer I was like hard into the hard abrasive like clarisonic brushes um, salicylic acid peels you know everything that was pretty much like taking my face off and my education taught me that you want to heal the skin and and you know use oils and all of these things that were like so counterintuitive so created my own line that was five years ago um, and now we're helping people literally like all over the world with their skin. And then we have a dinner series called The Parliament Project, so which Paul it. has been inducted to yes. and has actually done like self-love consultations with our guests so um, and our members. He's amazing. Um, it's like a dinner series. It's a dinner collective that a parliament is a group of owls. And so we focus on like a no phone zone, dialing down, being vulnerable, standing up and talking about the things that you struggle with in a group of people. And um, everybody just shows up like mentally and physically. And there's a lot of tears yeah. and hugs and friendship. And and then I have my podcast. I mean, you've got it all. And that's what I love. So I want to I want to travel back into the skincare a little bit okay. because I, I know that this is going to take us places because I've. I've had a couple of skincare people on the show already, and I'm finding that there's a lot of conflicting ideas around what's good for the skin. And, yes. you know, you went through this whole journey, and, you know, I found out that coconut oil, like, really isn't the best. No. And, like, that's, like, a massive movement right now. So, and I really want to know about the words natural, because, mm -hmm. like, for me, I don't trust the word natural, but that's, like, there's no other word to describe it. So. Yes. It's all very accurate, what you just said. Yeah. I mean, natural is a word that I think people use because they feel like it has something to do with nature. Mm -hmm. But natural, you know, petroleum, and which is like gas, fuel, petroleum, all of those things is natural. And the mica that we use in our, um, like, highlighting oils not is synthetic. Husband, no, not, not no, your husband. There's a little piece of mica in every <laughs> bottle, so... Uh. Drink up, folks. Um, no, I mean, like, we use a synthetic mica because when you use natural mica, it there's child, you know, mining labor law situations going on. So it's like natural is not always good and synthetic's not always bad. Um, 
clean is a good way to maybe talk about it or um, you know non-toxic although if people have allergies to lavender because of the 300 and some phytochemicals in lavender then that's not non-toxic it's just you know it's really just not about making yourself crazy it's just about doing the best that you can and people have lived for many years with several toxins in their bodies it's really just about not creating the toxicity of stress because you're so overwhelmed by being the healthiest you can possibly be and just everything in moderation you know if you're using habitual products like deodorants and face washes and and shampoo try and make it really clean um i guess i like the word clean just something that doesn't like cause a lot of toxic buildup and coconut oil people use just for the record because it's cheap um now there's like not a ton of coconuts like left in uh, like Nigeria and other places that people source coconuts from because people use it so much and you have like the Procter and Gamble's of the world sourcing it at such high quantities yeah. um, but it's like a wax it's it's comedogenic so it doesn't penetrate the pore so it's good for like oral you know like pulling and it's good for um, you know I put it on monkeys little elbows my dog's yeah. elbows yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't want to leave it on the skin um, it's comedogenic and much like is this person really trying to get so close? She wants in on the conversation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like jojoba. It's Got like a wax. Got it. So what what I really love that you said is is about the stress. You know, the stress that we put on ourselves. And I actually experienced this when I. This is the longest red line I've ever been at. Um, when I've experienced this. Look into the valley. When uh, is that where we are? I have yes. no idea where we are right now. We're, We're in the valley. The valley. We're the in the valley. Um, so what I've experienced with this concept of like clean is that I get soup. I got super stressed out about things like really minuscule things like not consuming things with natural flavors and the deodorants that I use had to like not have aluminum and had to just like most of the time ended up being pastes that I had to like manually Mm -hmm. put on my pits which I kind of actually enjoyed but then I started getting like adverse reactions to these types of things like breaking out underneath my armpits and like I'm I'm just like in a fight with my armpits in general right now who isn't who isn't (laughs) but you know what I I would love to hear more about like this concept of stress and and really like you know you've had a lot of stress in your life previously whether it came to come to that the acne or it came to just like the past relationships you've had and just like finding out who you truly were and um how did you how do you like navigate the stress not only of having like three companies but of just your past and like letting that be your past yeah i mean that's such a that's such a amazing question it's so full i think like you know, this is what I will say. I've, I've had experiences in my life for people who um, have not listened to the podcast, don't know me at all. I, you know, I was married for the first time at age 35, divorced at 36. I'm now remarried at 38. And, you know, I don't care who you are, like if it's a one-year relationship or a 20-year relationship. I was with my ex-husband for five years and then we got married and we were married for about 13 months. But, you know, great person, amazing man. But when you sign a death certificate to a life that you thought that you were going to live, it is stressful. And when you come out of something like that, you 
the silver lining in that kind of stress is that it, you, you don't have a lot of time for BS when you're going through that kind of pain and you don't, and, and just the breakdown of your life. And so naturally by default, it creates portals in your life where maybe you let go of relationships that aren't serving you or you like, you know, minimize your attention span for things that really just don't matter anymore. And so with that pain, there's this cocktail of freedom and kind of resurfacing and redefining yourself. And it allowed me to deal with stress weirdly better afterwards because I kind of knew what was important and I was able to prioritize things. And, you know, yeah, there's three businesses in my life, but I do think that you have this stamina, like the universe or yourself, whatever it is that gifts you these things. Like you have, I have the stamina that allows me to do those things, but I might not have the stamina to do what you do. You know what I mean? And you might not have the stamina to do what that person does. So it's like my stamina allows for these three things to thrive, but it's not without sacrifice. You know what I mean? I think I just, maybe that's why skincare means so much to me now, because it is a moment that like, no matter how shitty or weird the day was, I get to, um, I know that I can always bank on like a moment with myself to just like, smell the essential oils and dial down and it sounds so silly but like it does add up the cumulative effect of that is means something i am so on board with everything you said and i love that phrase cocktail of freedom like (laughs) mix up that for me and everyone like free us and drink up daddy because i am ready to go with that so um you know just what if it tastes like jaeger though would you still drink it I mean, I have my Jaeger bomb days, so it maybe it would give me this nice type of nostalgic feeling, yes. you know, just like freedom and licorice. Yes. You know, just like living that life. Freedom I feel and licorice. like, but the, the, like, if we're like really talking about the analogy of freedom as a cocktail, I really feel like freedom at first would be an acquired taste, you know, like kind of like mm-hmm. in the sense of maybe like for me, I started drinking dirty martinis because I had this issue where I was just like chugging alcohol. This is like, <laughs> you know, and like I was out a, on a date and they were like, why don't you drink something that like you don't inherently like really want to drink? So just sip on it. And I was like, oh, Whoa. take a dirty martini, you know? And so that's and, like, that just blew my mind. Right. But, uh, and so I'm sipping on it and now like I'm obsessed with dirty martinis and like chug them all the time. But at the moment I'm exploring sobriety. Oh so. yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. You too. But me too. both for like different reasons. True. Um, so but like moving into skincare mm-hmm. in the sense of just like self-care because that's what Skin Owl is all about. Like I'd love to know some other self-care things you do because skincare I feel like is on like the the top level of what people think of when they think of self-care. Yep. And I, what what are other things that you do or maybe even like what are things that your husband does because like I would love to know how you two kind of like merge that self-care moment together. Micah and I are like very, very, very similar. We are, it's like, it's strange, you know, how similar we are. I mean, the way that we were raised, the things that we find important, the like our inclination to make the same joke at the same time. We always want the same food. Like I've never been with someone where it's literally like the compatibility is like oddly. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. So a lot of the time, the things that he needs are the things that I need because we both operate at the same speed of life and we both suffer with the same, you know, like we love people and we love being around people, but sometimes we don't know how to click our off button and to like take a step back and replenish ourselves. Um, so 
Um, you know, yes, of course, skincare is always a thing. I think for me, I used to shop a lot. That used to be my thing. Like I used to shop for a lot of clothing and I will always love shopping. It's a form of expression, but I also noticed that I was shopping at times that there were certain voids in my life and, mm. um, or if I like wasn't as social and I, I was kind of bogged down with work, I would go out and buy outfits for like, oh, when I go out, even though I didn't have the bandwidth to go out. So I've scaled back a lot on shopping and I've upped the money that I spend on myself is always in replenishment type thing. So if it's getting my nails done or getting a massage or getting a facial, LA is this a melting pot of really inexpensive wellness places. Like people think like, oh, in LA, you got to go to the spot. No, I'm never going to those places. I'm never going to the hotel. I'm never going to the nice places. My massage place is $47 for 60 minutes. You know what I mean? That's like, if you don't go out, you could actually maybe do that twice a month. So, um, I love going to those, experiencing the types of things that allow me to do, to live without my phone. Yeah. Um, and in the same breath, um, the biggest self care move that I've had, like in the last, I would say maybe two weeks is number one, I don't sleep with my phone on my nightstand. My phone is always out of reach in the bathroom, not only for like the electromagnetic field stress waves that actually keep people up at night but um I actually sleep better when my phone's not around and I don't then go to bed scrolling and I don't mm. wake up scrolling I wake mm. up and go to sleep like a normal human and I set a timer on my phone so Instagram I set a timer when I'm at 55 minutes for the day I turn it off um, and, and my screen time for the iPhone I was like you have looked at your phone for seven hours today and I'm like I don't like that at all. You know, I don't like that at all. So I'm setting boundaries with the amount of time I spend on my phone. You know, I mean, we didn't need, self-care was never a word like in our parents' generation because they had boundaries and they had slowness and they would go on walks without their AirPods on and just like go on a walk and listen to the traffic and nature. Right. And I'm just trying to eliminate, I'm disconnecting mm -hmm. I think is the best way what areas of my life am I connected and could I afford to disconnect in those moments and that question and those answers have changed my life oh, I mean I, that's something that I I have all of my clients practice too it's just like this like it's almost getting present you know in the, mm -hmm. in the idea um, and for me I just really want to make this turn but also um, <laughs> I um, I I love what you said well, first of all, I, I got hit with a little bit of jealousy that you and your husband are so, like, alike in the things you need because, like, Richard and I could not be more, like, different in the sense. Like, yeah, we both like to go out and we both like to enjoy time with people, but, like, me, always got to be going. And him, he needs to, like, recharge his battery, like, ASAP, and we never want the same types of food, you know. <laughs> Uh, every time I like want to explore sobriety and he's just like signed us up for a wine club, you know, so it's just like, so it's just like under uh, these are, but I want to know because I personally feel actually grateful for the difference in us because yes. he, he's very grounded, like, and he keeps me there. So how do you navigate like being in a relationship basically with, you know, yourself, but like a man? Yeah. I mean, you know, if this would be such a different answer if I was 26 during the, the years that I wanted or thought that I should be married. I won't say wanted because all of a sudden I was like 30 and I was like, Whoa, everyone's getting married and having kids. Like I am still living this individual life. Like I'm not ready to do that. And then 
I met my ex-husband at 30. We got married at 35. That was very late. Um, everybody else was married with kids. Um, and then, you know, to be remarried at 37, that's like a whole different type of union. Mm. You know, I'm, I feel like I'm able to be a better partner now because I've had 37 years to really know myself and know and experience great loss in love and be able to see what I really need. You know, I think like five, 10 years ago, it's the list, right? It's like, Oh, I want him to be taller than me. And I want him to be funny. And I want him to have a good relationship with his parents. And, you know, I want him to blah, 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 blah. And it's like so much of that, of course, is great and true. And, and one should aspire to be with someone that makes them laugh and all of these things. But now it's like, I want someone who's open and someone who's malleable and someone who's open to change and Mm. wants to be curious about life and wants to go through life with me and isn't like a, they, I don't want them to be a final product by the time I've met them. Like we, I want to grow together. And I say Micah and, and I are both, you know, we spend a lot of time together and we love spending time together. Um, but it's also like, because we spend so much time together, there's permission to kind of be like, Hey, you know, I need to take a step back and I need to spend two hours today. Like, don't call me. I just need that freedom. And that's just a big word for both of us is we're both in kind of that service industry. Mm -hmm. Drink on up. (laughs) Drink on up. Stillness and aloneness is my like kryptonite now because I love people. Like I could spend all this time with you, but then you don't realize how, depleted you can sometimes get so I don't even know if that answered your question you know what it didn't but it sparked so many more questions <laughs> I'm just gonna so bad stop. no this is like the conversations that I dream of <laughs> okay so I think this would be perfect time to play a road trip game <laughs> I want to play this game where I'm gonna turn on the radio okay okay and I'm gonna put it on scan and the first song, when the song comes on, the first person to guess the uh, the name of the artist who's performing wins a point. Okay, so let me—I don't know if I ever even used the radio. And on. I'm gonna like not even look because now every car is like, "This is Billy Joel singing." We didn't start the fire, so I, we have to promise not to look at the screen. Oh, you're right. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Static. <laughs> wait. Scan. <laughs> Talk radio. Okay, I am going to kick your ass in this. Okay, great. Perfect. (sighs) Another? It's all morning radio. It's all morning radio. This is perfect. (laughs) Um, Ryan Seacrest. (laughs) I have no No idea. idea. I bet other people out there know. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. My husband would know. going to be really exciting. It's thought. so good. I love this. This is a Have you ever played this game of. before? No. Oh. Smooth jazz? Kenny, Kenny, rock, rock. Is this XM radio? We are getting no. all the... We are, we are on FM. Is this the doors? Oh my god, I think so. Cream! It's cream, but I saw it. Shoot! When is the federal tax grab enough? 
I don't know. It's a great question. I want to. This is really this making is me the upset. Best game I've ever played. <laughs> I'm so angry right now because I've been dreaming of playing this game with you. Carrie Underwood. Is it? I'm yeah. not good at country. I'm pretty sure it's Carrie Underwood. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Let's go back to the federal state question, the federal state tax question. Ellie Goulding! Oh! <laughs> That's a tie. Tie, but you're two to one because okay. of Carrie. Okay. Is that who is that? Is that her new song? No. Maybe. Yes. I was wondering where she was. We're in the valley. We're in the valley. I'm driving so far. I need to turn around. It's so good. I, I know exactly where you are. Okay. Perfect. Oh, 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 oh. Mumford and Sons. Oh, yes, you're so right. Two to two, baby. Two to two, baby. Okay, I'm going to say whoever wins next, we're going to move on because this is just making me really upset that there's not a lot of music. You know how they're like, there's a thousand stations on the television and there's nothing to watch? Yeah. I'm feeling the exact same way. I know, right I'm really upset right now. <laughs> this was, <laughs> this, this might so even fun. not make it into the show. No, it needs <laughs> to. I have no. See, this is when you think it's like Creed, but it's like someone yeah. on the church station. It's a church station again, yeah. Which is like some of the most beautiful music you've ever If you're listening heard. to this on iTunes, you need to join us on YouTube and watch our facial reactions <laughs> because it's not to be missed. <laughs> Just a little less static. I get... There needs to make, we need to make a motion for more music and less talk in the morning. What time is it? It's, uh, it's 11.15 actually. Well, it's a tie. We're done. It's over. It's canceled. I mean, should we just pretend that we're at a stop sign right now? We are at a stop sign, and I am getting out of the car because I am hungry. Like, I need a snack right now. You know, and like you get really hangry and then you start just like needing to put anything in your body or maybe you get triggered by something emotionally and you're just like, oh, I gotta numb these feelings. I just like push the food down my throat and it'll make everything better. And then afterwards you kind of like don't feel that cute. Yeah, same. It happens to me all the time. And it's happening less and less and less the more I apply my FEEL acronym to the food moments. So let's talk about FEEL. FEEL stands for forgive, experience, enjoy, and love. You know I'm all about an acronym moment and here I am just showing up once more. Acronym moment, feel your food. Anyway, if you are interested in exploring your relationship with food with yours truly, with me in a four week accelerator, which basically is just you and me like digging deep real quick, real dirty, you know, just like getting in it without all of the like, take your time, we're just gonna dive in and explore your relationship with food. 
If you're into it, I want to welcome you into the Feel Your Food 4-Week Accelerator. That is starting very soon, very, very soon. So all you have to do to get in on the program is head to feelyourfood.love. That's F-E-E-L-Y-O-U-R-F-O-O-D dot L-O-V-E. And you will learn everything about it and you will be able to secure your space in this limited group. So with that being said, I want to share with you that I'm so excited for you to finally free yourself from the idea that food has to rule your life and can't be like your best friend who just supports you on your journey and doesn't like keep you from experiencing your true feelings. To finally know that you are worth having the ice cream and having the positive thoughts about putting the ice cream in your body and to finally just like live it love it do it to it so what have you got to lose at least head on over to feelyourfood.love explore it why don't you send me a direct message on instagram if you have questions at paul fisherman i am here for you i'm so excited for you to finally love yourself inside and out and it starts with your relationship with food so can't wait to see you let's get buckled up i grabbed a snack i'm ready to get back into it okay well the perfect segue way into your mission to really like empower and inspire people to connect you know and like yes. and like you have this beautiful way of bringing people together like if and a side note i love how you've built your brand around yourself in this like powerful way like i think that more skincare companies need to like get the founder like on the insta stories like i want to know what you're having for dinner you know i want to know the thought process i and i think that you have a really powerful way of showing up for your community that doesn't feel like you know like egotistical or centric or narcissistic that means a lot. it just feels like i just want to see and you know and i and so you created this parliament project which we talked about a little bit and it's really just have this conversation outside of yourself and I really want to know what the vision for that is because it's very like you know you have to be in LA to participate and I would love to know like if I'm getting ahead of your, you but like what your vision is for the yes. parliament project and but tell us a little bit more about it before yeah. we dive in. So the parliament project like I said the so like there's a school of fish a group of owls is called a parliament and a project is um often known as a work in progress and that's who we all are as a, a community yes we're all just like trying to figure it all out i would say like the parliament project is definitely an opportunity for people who would never normally have met one another to come and sit with each other and like break bread and then as a result break through but it's also a rebellion against the parts of today's society that i get a little uncomfortable with and you know, I've spent half of my life kind of playing outside and not being able to connect to, you know, dialing up and all of those things. And I've spent the next half of my life very connected and like using all the apps and doing all the things. And I think there's a part of me that feels like as a society, we're, you know, losing a little bit of empathy and patience and just kind of like loving thy neighbor. And, um, and I say this, I've said this actually quite a bit recently, but you know, we're being introduced to all of these people via Instagram that we never knew existed. Like now we know what everybody is doing at noon in Bali and we know what people are doing in France and, and we're seeing all of these strangers and like all of the content is being 
curated by the human. Like, yeah. these aren't friends who are, like, posting about them on their feed. This uh-huh. is what, what you want to show about yourself. You're posting what I want to show about myself. I'm posting. And I think sometimes there's a lot of judgments and, and just like, oh, I think I already know this person because they're scantily clad. Or I know this person because of what they're showing me. And mm. we kind of put people in different categories and write them off so easily because of these categories and judgments and and it's like and then when you meet a stranger in real life we kind of bring the same lack of empathy and lack of understanding like we just kind of write people off or maybe we're super like rude in our car and we speed off like I think it's just creating um, the social etiquette of today is just a little strange to me so the parliament project is a way for people to kind of work and hone that muscle that maybe hasn't been honed where you're around strangers but these people are bringing out the best in you and they're listening to you and they're supporting you while you cry and talk about crazy things with your parents or your relationships or um, your struggles and they're also championing your successes and it's like undivided attention which is also extremely rare because everybody talks over each other and interrupts and then relates stories back to themselves and um it's, it's like a psychological experiment to see if people actually want something like this. And I will say after six dinners, it has grown and now people can apply. And we have people applying in Denver and Phoenix and San Diego and all of these places. And then when we get a certain amount of people in each of those territories, we'll travel and go and do a parliament project in their town. <sighs> Oh my so, God, it's so cool. It's just an influence. Ugh. I'm trying to be a good influence on a world if people need it. You know, some people are very happy to be connected and like <sighs> they have normal boundaries with social media and and they live in maybe a different place than L.A. So people are, um, I don't know, have just, they're nicer mm-hmm. <laughs> at times. Yeah. Um, but here in L.A., I feel like it's definitely needed. So something you said about social media and how we're being introduced to new people kind of hit a chord for me because um, I just recently had like this massive influx of new people and I felt that I, I, I've I been having trouble sit, sitting back into how I used to create and how I used to show up because I'm like, well, there are all these new people mm-hmm. who didn't know me before, don't have any context of, of, of who my husband is or who my puppy is or like, you know, my skincare routine. I feel like I have to explain myself for everything. Yes. So, like, how do you handle that in this idea of the Parliament Project or really in this idea of being a leader in the space of just, like, leading your life for, like, self-care is skin care and self-care is just, like, being unapologetically you? Like, how do you navigate stuff like that? I mean, I think, like, some of the big pillars of who you are should live somewhere permanently. So if it's a behind-the-brand with... Paul Fishman or if it's a this is my skincare routine or if it's like videos of you know your dog or Richard or whatever those things mm-hmm. are that just kind of live on IGTV that way you don't always need to be like hi hi this is me nice to meet you nice to meet you mm-hmm. it's you can point people in the direction of the pillars where they can get to know you better and then your Instagram is a place where they're going to have to just kind of catch up. Yeah. Um, and I know it's so hard because we all want the followers because people want validation and you want Mm -hmm. to feel like the work that you're doing means something. And the followers means that the work that you're doing matters and means something and it's worth your time. And if you don't get the followers, sometimes it's like, Oh, well maybe I should switch 
tunes. Um, so I think it's just finding that balance of like, what are the important things that I want people to know about me? What are, what's my backstory as to why I'm doing this? What are my guiding principles? What's like a little bit of blurb about my personal life and maybe just doing like introductory videos that just live. And then it's like, Hey, if you want to get to know me, if you're just tuning in and you point them to those places and then you like keep the show moving for people Mm -hmm. who have been with you and really just trying to keep your voice the same that it always was because you have to imagine the new people coming they don't want a different version of Paul they want Mm -hmm. you know they want the Annie that like first started yeah I like that and I also like what you said um, about like wanting the followers and actually like receiving the followers is almost form of validation enough but you know I really found and I would love to talk about alignment with you and being aligned with your purpose because for me when I stepped into this self-love atmosphere and really started like leaning in deep to that that's when like magical shit started happening (laughs) so I would love to know because you know your your journey has been like riddled with like maybe misdirection or just like lessons learned that were really painful and and I'd love to know like what was that moment that like aha moment for you where you were just like oh Mm -hmm. oh I need to really just like step into skin owl parlor project just like this new relationship and and what that looks like yeah I mean to give you and people some background I think I I was a happy child, you know, my parents were still together, I had a beautiful upbringing, um, great relationship with my family, had, you know, was a a swimmer, and I went to summer camp for like 13 years where I met like the best friends in my life, and summer camp I still owe everything, I mean I started going at 8, my parents sent me to sleep away camp at a very young age, so I had to maybe mature social skills at a younger age than most people, and be okay with strangers. And, like, be in a bunk sleeping next to people that, like, I never would have maybe sought out in my own social life. So acceptance, tolerance, it was an all-girls camp. My counselors were lesbians at the boys' camp. The counselors were, um, you know, there was homosexuality in my face. Like, a lesbian taught me how to play the guitar at age 10. And I went back out into the world and was talking to people like that. And young girls were like, what's a lesbian? Like, the things that I was exposed to. And there was no question of acceptance because that was just like like that person's tall that person has a girlfriend Mm. and it just like I I started off at a young age being I think my emotional quotient was very high because of the things that I was exposed to and then there was also a part of my life that I didn't really feel like I had a voice you know I looked up to my older brother so much and and he's to blame for none of this by the way this is like your own sibling mental state but he was just so strong and so smart and so funny and I think like like a younger sibling normally does you're like I want to know who I am in that kind of way and you know like being a young girl and not knowing you know your looks and being taller than everybody and being curvier than most people it was like I just didn't really know my footing at a young age and I didn't really have a voice and um, it wasn't until I, I went to school, I went to college at Indiana University, and I spent a semester abroad in London, and it was the first time I had really been on my own, and I was like, this is, this is cool. Like, I'm not a swimmer, I'm just like this social person who's like out here having this experience. And I think I started just learning how to be an individual, maybe later in life, and then the pivotal moment for me was... Um, 
I mean, going through a divorce. Like I was 35. Most people are settled in having children. And I just remember being such a social person my entire life. And then around my divorce, completely retreating. I mean, like couldn't hear a lot of noise, couldn't be around a lot of people and a lot of drama. I felt like I was like going crazy at certain moments in my life. Like I was like, after a long day at Skin Owl and Skin Owl is also out of my home. So I was watching my husband at the time move out and Skin Owl move in. And then I had a friend, a girlfriend move in with me that I thought was a good idea to help with like, you know, getting myself back on my feet. And I mean, thank God our friendship survived it, but that was an awful experience Mm. for the two of us because I was just like, no, 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 no. I'm not supposed to have a a female roommate again. I'm supposed to have a husband. Like, what happened? And um, it was a time that, like I said before, like I came out of it and just knew what my purpose was. And it was, you know, it's what happens in the dark that brings you into the light if you're lucky. And I, I feel very fortunate to have come out of that on top do you think that because everyone that I've come into contact with who's had a very massive like transformative like oh this is my purpose moment like hit rock bottom do you think that rock bottom is necessary to find your purpose I mean it's definitely a motivator because nobody likes to stay there for Mm -hmm. very long I think it's I think like prior to my divorce maybe I thought my purpose was helping people Um, also mixed in with like fixing people and that is absolutely not my purpose I think my purpose that's anyone's purpose no and that's such like a like I remember one of the things on my list when I was looking for a partner was like someone who's stable and it's like the only one who the only type of person who's looking for stability in relationships are people who are unstable Mm -hmm. so like that was not you know it should be two whole people that come together and enhance one another as opposed to like you complete me yeah um because if you're looking for someone to complete you then when that person leaves or you know passes away or god forbid then there's a void like you don't you don't you want there to be lost but you don't want there to be a a void and Mm so um yeah I think that hitting rock bottom changed my life I think that it opened up it allowed me to ask a lot of other questions like I you know I prided myself on picking this partner and I thought that that was the right thing and if that wasn't the right thing then what else isn't the right thing are these friends good for me is skin owl like what I should be doing is like should I be living in LA like it it's not just one note it allows you to question the things that you've done with your entire life and start I don't know like nipping and tucking at the things that really just don't feel good and it's a very easy it either feels good or it doesn't in those types in those times it's it's a crazy thing and so it makes it easy to to wade through and recycle do you have some advice for someone who might be like going through that really just like almost rock bottom moment maybe with a a career or relationship that like something that really helped you get through that you think could be a little universal oh man I think like I think sometimes you you think that you're never really going to get out of those places or that it's it's too late for life to get any better or you're never going to find love again I'll just stay in the relationship that I've always been in because it's like, you know, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. And I think my advice to anybody who's like at a crossroads of, I don't know if I should stay in this job or I don't know if I should stay with this partner is that 
it's never too late to change your life. And, and like it really isn't. And, and, and the anxiety of changing your life is always worse than the actuality. It's always worse. Like what you think it's going to take and the amount of bandwidth that you think it's going to take. And it's just one step. It's not, it's not a huge overnight, massive change. It's what can I do tomorrow that can lead me into the right direction? Okay. So if I think my relationship's not good for me, maybe I can start testing the relationship to confirm to, so that I don't go back and regret this decision and think that I left too early. So let me start testing my husband or my boyfriend or my girlfriend. Um, you know, let me see if he wants to have the deep talk or she wants to have the deep talk. Is that person emotionally available for that? No. Okay. Box checked. So it's like, maybe I can ask my boss for a raise or maybe I can, um, maybe I can put myself first in ways like maybe I'm just leaving this job, but I haven't exhausted all of my opportunities to change my life here. Could I work from home once a week? Could I, um, take, you know, ask for a little bit more vacation to take some time and really think about these things. Could I move into a different department? Can I ask for a raise? Is there a way to scale back on this job or quit this job and work two part-time jobs that would give me less stress? Like, I think sometimes we're just so consumed with the fact that this is going to be hard that we don't exhaust all of the options to, you know, maybe live with those things differently. I could not nod my head more aggressively. I am so in that with you and thank you. I'm sure I know that that hearing, it's almost like being granted the permission to follow your truth. And, and I think that's what a lot of people, especially in my community really are looking for is like the, the permission from themselves. So I really, really love that. Um, I'd love to lighten the mood with another road trip game. How about um, this for lightening the mood? I brought an orange and I'm so emotionally charged that I have started it peeling is. it. I mean, I love the scent of citrus in the air. Like, I'm feeling like this is like the new, the next scent that Skin Owl needs to make like a body bar in. I only carry fruits that match my sweater. <laughs> so get used to it. Sorry. So I, uh, every guest that I come on with, uh, who comes on the show, we, uh, we always play the classic game a fuck Mary kill. And I know it doesn't really feel like very self-love, but I think it's a lot of fun because we do it with inanimate objects, like no actual people here. Yep. So someone asked me if, if I would do it with people and we did and it just like didn't feel right. So, <laughs> so I think that, you know, it might be a really great idea right now to do it with fruit. So, yep, we've got some fruit in the car already. Do you care so, that I'm peeling this? No. Please. Okay. You, you know, we're, we're here and I'll just have to edit that out. Um, <laughs> Mama needs her snacks. <laughs> so, fuck, Mary, kill. Oranges, apples, bananas. Mm. Okay, I'm going to marry oranges. That's like my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm so into oranges. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Ooh, I'm going to... F- I'm going to fuck apples and I'm going to kill bananas. Oh, okay. Not because of taste, but just like those are two... You put me up against two tough ones yeah no it's true um i was kind of expecting you to say that you wanted to you know fuck a banana because it's phallic so (laughs) please please (laughs) she don't need no banana (laughs) wow creative with an orange wow oh well i'm i think that might burn a little bit but um (laughs) um sure you do you boo see yeah this we we took it there 
It's, it's always, you know, we're on the road to self-love. It, it's bumpy sometimes, literally so people and people are getting off the exit right yeah. now. They're like, People no. are like, nope, unsubscribe. Bye, Paul. <laughs> Thank you. Next. Uh, so I just have a couple more questions for you. I would love to know and ask all of my guests this. What is, is this guy? Day? Sorry. Yeah, he was. He was this just, guy was just walking into the car. Yeah, he just loves it. Um, <laughs> what is your definition of self-love? Ooh. Okay, my definition of self-love is um, is giving yourself the permission and giving yourself giving yourself the permission to wade through your own feelings about yourself and end up in a place of forgiveness if it's off for the day mm -hmm. and end in a place of championing yourself if it ends up in a good place. Like, I think to really love yourself or to love anybody, you know, we've all got to be open to, like, everybody's an 8 out of 10. I'm an 8 out of 10. You're an 8 out of 10. That guy's an 8 out of 10. And sometimes we're 9s and sometimes, you know, we're 6s. But, you know, it's just about being okay with the fact that you're not perfect and just kind of loving yourself through the process of your journey. Ugh. And and if it's not like what you want it to be and you're not at the level or the weight or the financial blah, 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 like that you at least couple that with forgiveness. Yes, and it's okay. Oh my goodness. Just like such a dream of an answer. And I, I love this because every single person has a different answer. And I just want to remind everyone who's listening and watching that self-love is completely individualized because the definition of self is an individual and love is devotion. So you're just getting devoted to your individuality. I love that. So thank you for sharing your perspective tell everyone where they can find you tell everyone just like all the things well my address no, I'm just kidding. My, <laughs> well, okay we're, we're, we're on our way <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me um mostly at skin owl at sign s-k-i-n-o-w-l on instagram um uh, info at Skin Owl. If you guys have any feedback, if you have any questions, you want to switch your skincare routine up, you can email us at info at skinowl.com. Um, if you want to listen to my podcast called Off the Record, um, it's at Off the Record with you on Instagram, and you can check it out on Apple, um, iTunes. And then um, the Parliament Project, if you're interested in coming and you don't need to be in LA because we are taking applicants everywhere, um, follow us at, at the Parliament Project LA. And, um, and then just go to skinowl.com for all of your skincare parliament podcast needs. Amazing. And that's it. I love it. I'm going to leave all the information in the description box if you're watching on YouTube and the uh, whatever box if you're <laughs> the show notes. That's what it's called. Um, and uh, Annie has been so like great. We, I'm so grateful of Annie because she is giving all road to self love peeps a discount code for skincare and if you want to know what this like this glow is from i'm using the body plus on my face and yes i i'm all about it i love when annie you know touches my face with her products and just use the code road to love one word uh at checkout and i believe you say 15 yeah 15 percent, and we always include extra goodies so if I you're mean, like i'm gonna try what paul's trying i want the rose quartz body plus 
you get 15% off that. And then we're going to throw in like, we always throw in like two goodies and, you know, discount codes for the future. And then you're just part of the nest. I'm really into the silver one because I love the aggressive highlight that mm-hmm. it gives me. Like, and Annie was like, just wear it at night. Nope, I wear it during the day too. All about that life. <laughs> you're a so, rebellion. Explore all of that. Thank you so much for being on the show. You guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to like, comment, share it. If you're on YouTube, iTunes, please subscribe. It is just so amazing to have you all on the road to self-love and we look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. Have a beautiful rest of your day. So long and Annie, thank you so much. Please, thank please. Thank you. You're a force. And use the code. Yes, use the Buy code. all the things. It's Help yourself. Oh, we love you guys. Bye. The sun is coming up and I'm ready to go. We could take a ride and we'll take it slow. Seriously, though. That song, I'm not over it, and I hope you're not over it too. You know what else I'm not over? (laughs) I am not over these heartwarming, amazing reviews that you are leaving me on iTunes. Like, can we just dive in to the review that Jesse left me? Did we just become best friends? Did we, Jesse? Well, that's what it's saying over here. Oh my gosh. Paul is like the fairy godmother of self-love. I wish I had growing up, or even just a few years ago, you know, when you're in that really bad relationship because you don't value yourself. I've been on my own hashtag self-love journey solo for the past few years, but the way he brings together others and highlights individuals' journeys in this podcast has me saying, yes, me too, and feeling less alone on, on my journey. Along with personal stories, there are super actionable tips too. So it's not just an ego emotional boost. It's it's a boost to my business too. Thank you so much, Paul and friends. Wow. Jesse, um, first of all, I will absolutely take the role of fairy godmother of self-love. Like I'm taking it. I am dreaming up an outfit. Maybe this will be what I'll be for Halloween. I'm just gonna go all out try and get someone from Drag Race to come onto my show and we'll do a full transformation. I see it now and I'm really excited about it. Although, I'm not sure that I'm ready to shave my beard, but you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it to be the very godmother of (laughs) self-love. Anyway, ooh, means so much to me. You guys, what did you think of this episode? What did you think of everything that Annie shared? What do you think about the idea of switching out something in your skincare that is uh, gonna be a little more cleaner and a little more, um, for lack of a better word, like better for your body and your mind and your soul. Tell me, tell me on Instagram, take a screenshot of this, share with me your number one takeaway on your stories, tag me at Paul Fishman, tag at Skin Owl, and also at The Self Love Show. And remember, if you haven't entered the Road to Self Love giveaway, it's unclear. It's unclear why you haven't yet. So get to it because time is a ticking, my friends. And I cannot wait to see you next week for another episode of The Road to Self-Love. Cue the outro of the actual guy singing my favorite song. Bye!